slightest idea what the mercy of God is. Paul said it like this. He said, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Shall pearls, shall persecution, shall famine. Nothing. How powerful is that love, praise God? Is it worth fighting for? How powerful is it worth... Is it worth fighting for? I want you to turn me to 1 Corinthians real quick. And we're gonna, I'm going to share a little bit about running this morning. <laughs> you know, Paul is identifying a situation here when he's talking about a race being run. Now, of course, he was trying to teach the Corinthian church a spiritual lesson. And there's something about that spiritual lesson that we as Christians don't look at. You see, the modern church says, well, if I'm a good person, if I don't lie, if I don't gossip, if I don't, I don't, you know, none of that stuff, then I'm going to heaven. Well, really? They got moral people right now in hell. Because they wasn't willing to fight, Yvette. And they weren't willing to, to run the race that God had set before them. Today, a lot of you might just be starting your faith just to begin. Some of you have been here for a while learning about God. But how far are you willing to go? Is Jesus Christ worth living your life for? If he's worth surrendering your life for? My God. <laughs> I'm starting to preach good, boy. See, Amen. <laughs> Watch, I was reading this stuff and I was studying on this. Let me just start in verse 24 of chapter 9 of 1 Corinthians. You see, I tell you a lot of times, I'm a scratch it preacher. What is that? I scratch it down and I preach it. <laughs> That's what it is. I mean, I'm not a, a theologian. I, I, I believe the, the theological message of Jesus that he died on the cross, you know, it's a basic salvation message and the, the foundation for your, for your soul. But I, one time, as a young man, I could run. I wasn't the fastest. I could probably run a mile, and I could still run a little bit more. But now, after a while, now, I like if I can run to the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but after a while, you know, when I get old, it was easy when you were younger to maintain your weight, maintain your, 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 your ability. I mean, uh, youth. <laughs> but now I've done got done lap, and that's, <laughs> I mean, it's done lapped over my belt. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's because I haven't been as active. I work hard, but you know when you're active, when you train for something, you get what I'm saying? When you, when you want to be a, a swimmer or a bodybuilder or a baseball player or a football player or something, you train hard. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> my knees buckle and my belt don't no more. <laughs> I, lie, I, get belt, I get buckled. <laughs> but it's true. And one time I could get up with energy. I'm, I'm preaching against myself right now. <laughs> but there's a, and, and I know that it's because I'm aging. 
The body does, doesn't, doesn't operate like it used to. No. You know, it hurts. What's, what, uh, what's broken don't work. <laughs> it's just things. <laughs> you, you understand? What I'm, it's just change, a change. It changes. But Paul's emphasis upon, you know, see, back then they had, they had a, uh, that was right around before the time the Olympics got started. You see, Olympics are, oh, Olympics is a, it's started in Greece. But Paul was preaching in, in Athens a lot of times, and this, this, this was a lot of what was going on. If you ever study history, you find out the Olympics are, this, this wasn't the Olympics, but it was, it was a, a festival of competitive competing against one another. Running was one of them. It was an athletic festival that he was identifying with in Corinthians. And he dresses this matter to try to get people to see as Christians. Come on. <laughs> what, 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 what? Not only that. And I'm going to show you something about the race. Any, I can start. <laughs> Listen, you can get the fastest runners. Line them up. Lenny will get right there. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you, I'll, I'll make five steps. <laughs> and you know what? You know why I can't outrun them? Because they prepared for that. Many, many years of preparation. Getting up early. Eating right. Come on, Holy Ghost. Uh, come on. Keeping their body in submission. To obtain what? A corruptible crown. To obtain something that's going to rust and fade away. Come on, Jesus. Ooh, they're going to be alone in this, but that's going to be, going to learn something. Hallelujah. Where are we in our spiritual athletics, so to speak? Our, are, we, are we built for this Christian walk? This prize that comes from Jesus. Eternal life. Well, I'm going to get saved. And I'm going to let the preacher do all. Tell me everything I need to know. And, uh, you know, I'll go to church and I'll sing. And uh, that's not what I'm talking about. You're going to get out of that door. And you're going to meet the devil face to face. And I can bet you, everyone in here that wants to be serious with God, he is going to face you. And he's going to give you an obstacle to run. Come on. Listen, I'm serious. He's going to say, if you're a Christian, show me. Let's see if you can run this race. Let's see how good you are. How, how long you... Well, I mean, I, I'm a Christian in spirit. <laughs> and I know there's some truths to that, okay? I really do. I believe that. And I know that sometimes we're learning that to walk with God, we're in, walking in the spirit. But the spiritual exercise is a whole lot more intense than the physical. My God, are you, you listening to me this morning? I said the spiritual exercise, Bob, Paul said it, bodily exercise profited little. That's what he said. But the spirit profited much. Because... Listen, you can look like Hulk Hogan, man. When you get to heaven, if you lost, you lost. That body ain't going to get you there, praise God. I don't care how disciplined your body is. All right. Somebody say amen or ouch. 
Do you not know, in verse 24, that those who run in a race, what did you say? Run all. Run. But one. <laughs> right. I don't care how fast you are, how strong you are, how there's always going to be somebody better. And the perceptive here is that you're going to run this race, but there's others running this race with you, right? And I'm talking about a physical race, right? They run in to obtain one prize, a little statue. You see today, a lot of times a little statue or a little, a little cup or something. You mean you went through all that trouble? <laughs> Years of training, Kevin? <laughs> Resisting bad food? Man, don't tell me I can't eat. Me and Jansen ate some boudin yesterday. Hallelujah, praise God. I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> all that training and for what? A little cup? <laughs> A little statue? Something? So, my God, something that don't really, you know, in value-wise, much. Oh, wake up, okay? <laughs> Listen, I believe the Holy Ghost is speaking this morning, all right? How much do you want to run this race, the race of faith? How much are you willing to submit yourself and discipline yourself? Listen, I was talking to somebody that comes to church. He's not there. Be stuck. But anyway, he, he told me, he said, I said, he said, I could hear the discipline in his voice. I could hear his assurance of his faith. And he learned it. I mean, I'm encouraged because he comes here. I said, sometimes I wonder, God, am I helping? <laughs> am, am I making a difference? See, I'm the steward of this church. I don't own this church. Come on, Holy Ghost. Listen, I'm the pastor here, but this church belongs to Jesus, right? And everything that comes over this pulpit, I'm responsible for. Every word that comes out of this pulpit, I'm responsible for. And I'm going to have to give an account for it one day. I'm in bigger trouble than you. Because Jesus is Lord of this church. This is his church, Kevin. This is not mine. It's, not, it's, not, it's his. This is his house. And it belongs to him. And he says, I'm running this race. And he says, run in such a way that you may obtain. He says, listen, don't run half-heartedly. Don't run said, maybe I'll make it. Come on, Holy Ghost. Run. To obtain. And Paul said it like this. He said, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. Listen, when a person is running, everything's in the back of him, right? When he's running, the world's in back of him. Everything's in the behind him. He says, I press toward the mark. <laughs> Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Man, y'all better wake up, praise God. I press toward the mark for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know what that's at? That's heaven. That's finishing the race. Obtaining that race. You're going to run this eternal race till Jesus come back. You're going to constantly be running. You're going to be constantly running. 
You're going to be running, running, running. I'm going to get this prize that Jesus offers. I'm going to make heaven my home. Hallelujah. That's the prize that Jesus is talking about. Oh, can I just go to church and warm a pew? No. Come on, somebody. Can I just sing a song, quote a Bible verse? No. You got to run. <laughs> run. When the devil tells you you can't do it, tell the devil you're in the back. Hallelujah. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going forward. I'm running. I'm going to run this race. Lawrence, I'm going to make it. You hear what I'm telling? I'm going to go all the way. That's nothing between me and you. That's something between me and God. Hallelujah. You hear what I'm saying? It's not something that you decide where, whatever I go when I die. Jesus makes that decision. You have to run with the desire to win. Oh. <laughs> you have to have, let me, let me read some stuff to you. Let me finish. I'm going to read you what I, I wrote down, okay? And I, ho I hope you received this this morning. I believe the Holy Ghost is speaking, all right? This is, listen, I need to run this race. You're in, you're, we're all in the same race, right? And we're all seeking the same prize. But for a believer, we're all going to have that prize. See, it's just not the, 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 the winner just, all the believers get it. See? But you have to run to obtain it. I got to run to obtain it. I got to have a desire and a passion for, the, for, the, for the, the winning, the rewards. My Lord, I feel that, praise God. You have to have a passion for the rewards. You, you got to have a passion to run this race. Run. Come on, somebody. Let you sit there. The devil's going to sit right on your lap and say, I got you now. Oh, but I go to church. He goes to church too. Satan goes to church. You didn't know that? In the book of Revelation, he says, <laughs> told us the church in, in Revelation, one of the churches said, I know where Satan's seat is. <laughs> Come on, Holy Ghost. My job as a pastor here is to get you to run. I mean, my job as a pastor is to get you to go forward and motivate. Because, listen, I'm in the same boat. You don't think I have to run that race? The same race you're running. Now, everyone in verse 25, and everyone who competes, and I'm reading New King James, okay, for the prize is tempered in all things. He's, 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 what it means tempered, he's disciplined. He's got a lot of control over his, his life, his body. He's not giving in. To the filth of the, the world, the, the hog pen of life. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. You better get out of that hog pen if you are in there. And you better go back to the Father's house. That's the only place you're going to find this race. And the only place you're going to win this race. Come on, Jesus. Roll. We'll go forward. Forward. Don't look at the back at your old past life. Don't look at your past sin. Well, how could God ever love somebody? Leave it alone. Put it in back of you. Start running. <laughs> My knees are almost running. <laughs> Run. I'm tired, Lord. Run. The, 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 the devil is on my back. Bless his holy name. Run. <laughs> Run. 
devil drag you back? Because I'm going to tell you what he wants for you. He wants you with him in the pits of hell one day. The only way to win is to run. Come on, I'm going to say that again. The only way you're going to win if you run. Run to obtain the prize. When you're going to get to heaven, then you're going to see that prize, buddy. You're going to say, how in the world could I ever think about doing anything else? It's going to be so wonderful. Heaven. No pain. No tears. No suffering. No debt. No funeral home. No hospitals. Amen. No cancer. No diseases. Ever, listen, everlasting life and youth. Never to see age. Never to grow old. Hallelujah. Man, I'm looking for Let's go right now. Praise God. <laughs> Maybe you want to start running right now. No, Really? What a prize. Okay. What a prize. Run. Everyone who competes for this prize is temperate or in self-control. He knows. In all things, now they that obtain a perishable crown, talking about the race that I just explained to you that was going on, you know, in the celebrate festival of, of athletics or whatever you want to call it. They run into obtain a a crown that's going to that's gonna disintegrate. It's, it's going to come to nothing. Who, who, who remembers who won the Super Bowl? I don't think I even, I even watched the Super Bowl. Nobody's going to care in 10 years who won the Super Bowl. Billions of dollars to obtain. <laughs> Money, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. And all of a sudden, somebody got more points than the other one, carried the ball more on, 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 on across the, the finish line more than the other one. I said, come on, man, really? That's what the world is about? And I was a big football fan, man. Seriously, I'm not knocking people like football. That's their business. But I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't worth it to carry a pig skin or cow bladder from one end of the field to the other. Wait, wait, no. They paint themselves blue and orange. Put them cheeses on their head in freezing temperatures. For what? <laughs> to watch them run. Who can get more over the over the sound than anybody else? But brother, I never saw it like that. That's how useless it is. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, and they, they train for years, man. They go to school. They go to they they body build. They to, to do what? To carry a. Cow blood, I think it is. Across a field. And outrun somebody else. And I thought about that. And I'm saying, listen, there's something, something. And, and, it's, and people, I mean, you think the rapture had happened, man, the way people act. Hallelujah. Man, you think, they think they're, oh, man, it's so wonderful. But who was saved that day? What body was healed? What life was changed? You know, I'm just using that for example, okay? But Paul said the race that we run is different, okay? It's more intense. It's more, it's more, you have to be prepared. And I'm going to show you how much, okay? Uh, verse 26. Therefore run, thus not with uncertainty. And listen, I... You have to run knowing you're going to win. You have to run. You have to run with certainty. Knowing that that prize is waiting for you. See what I'm saying? You got to know. And he's going back to the spiritual side of this thing. 
you have to run knowing that I'm going to get it, right? You see, in the church, there's no first place in nobody's life in here. But there's a first place in God's kingdom for you, right? I'm not no better than you. You're not no better than me, okay? We're not, we're not running to see who's more spiritual than somebody else. Come on, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We're not more, to see who can quote more Bible verses and who, who can sing better than somebody else. We're running this race. And the prize you're running for and I'm running for is the same prize. What's good about this way, we can all get it. Right. We can all obtain it. But I got to run to get it. You got to run to get it. Everyone in here has to run to get it. If you don't want to run, you're not going to get it, right? If you're not going to prepare yourself, you're not going to get it. If you're not going to take, get up and say, I'm going to serve God with my life no matter what the world brings, you're not going to get it. You know what that running I'm talking about? It's a committed life for Christ. That's what it is. It's a life surrendered to Jesus. I keep hearing that verse. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. Come out from among them, Lord, son, and be separated. I don't want nothing this world has. Bro. I'm getting to the point where it's just, it's so pathetic, it's unreal. What can they offer me today? What can the world offer me? Nothing. Death. Separation from God. Listen, I've gone too far to give up now. You come on, Jesus. I've gone too far to give up now. I've sold too many time, years and too, many, too much time to give up right now. I'm not giving up. I'd be a fool to give up. No, sir, it doesn't. And he says here, therefore I run not with uncertainty. I expect to win. Oh, you're being, you're being boastful. No, I expect to win the prize that I'm running for, right? Nobody on a team, football, baseball, whatever game they're playing, running, expects to lose. Nobody. If they knew they was going to lose, they wouldn't come. I don't, listen, I, I used to watch, when I watched, watched ball, football, I remember there was a team that never won a game all year. And they had one team that never got beat. And I remember the team that never won beat the team that never got beat. Yeah. I saw that already. I said, how in the world could they go all year, not win a game, and beat the team that never lost one? Because they didn't go over there expecting to lose. You get what I'm saying? Despite how bad they were, the other team had the best players in the world. They had the best quarterback. They had the best whatever running back. They had everything they, they took, but they did not beat the worst one. Because they didn't go there expecting to lose. They, didn't, they went there and said, we're going to win this. Right? Okay. Verse 27. Well, let me finish reading verse 1. Verse 26 again. Therefore I run, thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one that beats the wind. You ever seen a boxer? You ever saw one getting up there and beating the air by himself? Get you know, you ever saw? No, there's two of them. Someone gets in the ring with somebody else. And I'm not a boxing fan, but what do they do? They don't get up there and beat the wind, right? They got a competitor. They beat each other. And the one that beats each other enough, that's the one that wins. Right? But I don't expect 
to walk this faith just beating the air. I got a devil I can put a few punches on. I got a fight I can fight for the Lord. I got a lot of, listen, I'm not, I'm not doing this with uncertainty. Listen, if you have no courage to go any further than you are, I'll quit. You better get the courage. I, I told, watch, I told her, I told a brother that one time, I said, he was a pastor. I said, listen, man, I said, unless you get some courage, it takes courage to pastor a church. It takes courage to do what God called us to do, right? Amen. Courage. No, don't quit. <laughs> courage. You got, you, got to, you got to know. Listen, I didn't come over here and expect to lose in my calling. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have a whole lot, but there's going to be some. Watch one, one day, that church is going to be full with hungry souls, and we're going to be here to make sure that they walk for God, right? To do our very best to teach them the Word of God. But I didn't come here to quit, Lawrence. I didn't come here to say, well, let's, let God do all the work. God will bring him in. I'll just stand up here and wait till he gets. No, we have to do something. We have to run. The calling of God. Hallelujah. Verse 27. But I disciple my body or bring my body into submission. Paul's talking here. Into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. Or, and what he meaning by that, if I don't do this, when I preach to somebody else, I disqualify myself as a preacher. That's what he says. If I, if I can't believe, learn discipline in my walk, nothing I'm going to say is going to influence anybody. Because if I can't be the example that Christ wants us to be in the church, if you can't be an example, if you're not willing to pay that price of discipline, you're disqualified. People say, well, God don't. Yes, he does. He don't use undisciplined people. Come on, Holy Ghost. Listen, I'm not boasting. But, you know, we've been coming here for years. And listen, when there was nobody here, we was coming. And just kept coming. Just kept coming. Of course, we left a little while ago in the beginnings, but we came back. God called us back we, since we've been here. Me and her. And, and, and we just, just, just keep coming. Just keep fighting. Keep going, I feel the Holy Ghost, man. Keep going forward. Knowing that we're going to obtain a prize. Knowing that we're going to obtain a prize. And the prize is not man's rewards, it's God's rewards. Wow, man. Hallelujah. Okay. God is good. Oh, Lord. He said, I disciple my, I, I disciple my body or begin this objection. When I preach to others, I myself uh, may, may not be, should be disqualified. In other words, if I can't discipline myself, I, I disqualify myself. If I'm not trained, if I'm not prepared, I'll, I'll, disc, I'll be disqualified. I'll lose out in this race, right? And you don't have to turn there, but let me quote some stuff to you, okay? In 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, Paul said he, he, had fought, he had fought a good fight, right? He, have, he had kept the faith. Paul's fixing life, fixing the end. They're fixing to kill him. And he's letting young Timothy know, I, have never, I didn't give up. 
I've run this race. I've fought the fight. I've kept the faith. You're going to have to fight to keep this faith. My Lord, I wish it was easy like a lot of churches make it to be, but it's not. I can't go to your house and live for Jesus for you. Or you can't come to my house and live for Jesus. you got to get out there and live for Christ yourself. You're going to have to fight. And how do you fight? You look to the Word. You look to the Word and you look to what the Word teaches and what the Word promises. Listen, I, listen, I go through some trials. But the testing of God's Word in my life always wins. When I say, God, I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to believe your Word. I've always come out on the top. And I kept running. I kept running. I kept running. Listen, listen, I kept, listen, the other day, about two days ago, man, I got up in the morning, I was feeling good. Man. I was going, got in my dump truck, and man, I was going to do my job. And look, I got under the truck, this thing, I busted my head. Probably the devil, the blood coming out of the truck, I'll show you with this cord. I said, man, that old devil, man, he's trying to stop me. And everything I do that day seemed to be a, a, a wall I'd hit myself into. You ever gotten that time when you, you tried, you tried it, and it's just one of those days where nothing worked. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I said, what am I doing wrong, God? Keep on going. <laughs> Keep on going. You know what? I finished my day, and I, and I overcame. I could have stopped and said, oh, I busted, man. I'm going home, sleep on my sofa. And, and you know what? Me and Janice wouldn't make it. Well, that's our business. We, we have, we, we, that's, that's what we live by. You know what I'm saying? We can't let a bump in the head throw us back. <laughs> Come on. Listen, I went one time, I cut my head open, Janice was blood coming out. I had, water. <laughs> I had old, dirty, greasy rag trying to stop the blood. Janice said, Lady, you, you're going to infect that. <laughs> I said, I had some work to do. I can't stop. <laughs> and I... <laughs> I had to go, it had made a pus ball. But you know what? I got my job done. I didn't die. <laughs> Just kidding. Stubborn, hard-headed. Now, sometimes, listen, you got to stop and say, listen, patch it. <laughs> Put a Band-Aid on it. Scrub it off or do something. Let's <laughs> go <laughs> okay, let me, let, me, let me, I've kept the faith, I've fought the fight, and I've kept the faith, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 says, a steward has to be faithful, right? Now, are you a steward of your faith? I'm not. Oh, I'm here to help you. I, I believe in some way, you know, as a pastor, I'm here. But you still have to do it, Right? You remember I told that story about G, uh, Paul said, that, uh, the, Lord told, the Lord told Paul, it's hard for you to kick against a prick. Yep. Remember? And that meant that Paul, Jesus was telling Paul when he appeared him on the road to Damascus, that prick was a goat <laughs> would drive the, the sheep with. And when he didn't want to go, and he'd do, they'd do this. They'd kick, they'd kick against it. It's hard for you to kick against it, but you better go. <laughs> You better go forward. You better, you better run. Listen, don't kick him. Don't kick the stick he's, plug, he's poking you with. Go. Because if you stay right there, you're going to die. Listen, praise God. You know what's across the hill? Grass, man, full of, full of clovers and sweet grass. You stay right here in the dust, you're going to die. We don't want to go that. We don't want to go over there. You better go. You better go. 
<laughs> so, listen, I was like, that. when I bust my head, a man don't work, he don't eat. <laughs> and listen, sometimes it's, it's good to stop and wait on the Lord. Because we, we, so we get so zealous, we, we leave the Lord behind. There's times of rest, okay? There's times where you got to rest from, listen, you know, you ever seen those marathons when they're running those marathons? They're waiting, they start, they've got, I don't know how many miles they'll run. Some of them, they'll run for so many miles, they'll swim, they'll get on a bike for so many miles. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. <laughs> I'd maybe make it to the levee over there and go to home, but that's about it. What? Ride a bike 126 miles, I think. Swim, I don't know how many miles. Come on. Lord. Then, then run, swim, and what else? Uh, something else. And someone riding the bike up here. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but anyway, they, they want that prize. They want to they want, they want win. <laughs> Not only you. <laughs> but let me, let me go on with this, okay? What does it take to win? You ever asked yourself that question? Listen. Tomorrow, they said, we're going to have a marathon. And whoever wins this gets $100 million. I said, I'm going to go. <laughs> Listen, what chance do you think I have? <laughs> what? Listen, how far you think I'll get? I don't know. I'm running. I'm Janice's but She should be with the truck following me. You want some more? No, I want to stop. <laughs> but you only went a half a mile. <laughs> you still, you still got, you still got 26, 27, 30 miles to go. Heck on them hundred million dollars. I ain't going no further. Because my body won't let me do it. You understand what I'm saying? It's not that I don't want to. I just can't do it. Because I'm not disciplined. Them other guys and women, whatever, they're ready, man. Little muscles and their little tights on, and they, oh, yeah. they're going with it, right? Hallelujah. Okay. What does it take to win? <laughs> yeah. Number one, you have to be dedicated to succeed. You have to have success on your mind. You have to be dedicated to go all the way, right? You have to. If that's not your goal, you're just wasting your time. You're just wasting your time. If you're not wanting to succeed, that's it. You, it also, and I was writing this stuff down. I said, you got to have a passion for the game. You have to have a passion for the game. Whether running or, or ball, playing ball or whatever you're doing, you have to have a passion for it. See, some people, like faith, yeah, passion. Like, uh, uh, yeah, passion. Like if, you, if, if you're going to make it as a Christian, you've got to have a passion for Christ. You gotta have a passion for the prize. Right? Amen. Amen. I'm not finished. Hold up. <laughs> a willingness to train. Come on. What? You mean going to the gym and running and picking up weights and listen, I had something I saw the a while back. I was there was a guy, I don't know how he done it. He lifted twelve hundred pounds. Deadlift. 
He wanted it so bad, the blood in his nostrils was leaking out. It, it broke the, the, the tendons in his, in his nerves. They had to bring him to the hospital. But he wanted it that bad. <laughs> he could have died, man. <laughs> I said, he dead lift off the ground. A human being, not a arsenal. <laughs> I said, how in the world? And as he was picking up the blood, he was just... The blood started coming out. He was breaking all his nerves in his, in his, in his, in his nose. And blood just started coming out. But he was going to pick it up. Huh? He was determined. But I bet you that's not the first time he picked it up. Or, or he might have picked up a little less, but he, he was going for the limit. He had to start with 100 pounds, 300 pounds, 500 pounds. Till he finally got to the place where he could pick it up. Amen? For a corruptible crown. Something that <laughs> is going to rot away. <laughs> How much should we fight and run for the race and exceed in, uh, you know, a passion for, for Christ? Willingness to train, have a burning desire. For the prize. <laughs> you hear me? A burning desire for the prize. Heaven, Christ, everything that I just explained. You want it bad enough, you're not going to let nobody stop you. You know, book likes to read on, on, um, on Pilgrim's Progress. That, you ought to read that book. We got a movie out right now. That's a powerful thing. You're on a road, and there's always somebody there. You, you straight narrow path. Straight is the gate. It narrows the way that leads to righteousness. And few there be that go by. See, wide is the, the way. The world has a wide road. You can sway back and forth like you want. You know, but Jesus' way is narrow. And, and, and the, 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 the story of Christian that's in the, in, the, in, the, in the book, in the movie, is that the Lord said, you stay on that path. But he always had somebody telling him, oh, yeah, but it's an easier way. You don't have to. You could go this way. And he found himself in all kinds of trouble. He always had to get back on the path that God set for him. If you're going to run this race, you've got to stay on the path. Come on, somebody. I'm almost finished. And a willingness, a burning desire for the prize. Number five, have a champion mindset. Come on, Holy Ghost. What? I have a champion mind. You want to be the you want to be the champ. Have a champion mindset requires to be faithful completely to the Christian life. Faithful complete. Mm -hmm. Somebody say, well, I should have waited until next week to come to church. <laughs> Faithless, faithful completely to the Christian life. Come on. Number six, you must run with a winning, winning on your heart. You must run with winning on your heart. You can't take anything less, right? Now, remember, we're talking about a spiritual run, okay? Because if we, we talk about we'd be physical, we'd then all lost. <laughs> talking about a spiritual walk, right? Paul said it like this. 
We fight not as one that beats the air. I just told you that a while ago. We're not, we're not, we, we, we're, we're not you know, blowing in the wind. We're fighting a real battle. We're fighting a real, a real enemy, right? Paul clearly defies the goal is to win. Seriously. There's no option. You lose, you're Satan's property. You win, you're Christ's property. Well, Brother Lenny, why can't it be in between? Jesus said, because you're lukewarm in the book of Revelation, I'll spew you out of my mouth. You ever, you ever drink lukewarm um, warm water? Listen, I'd rather be cold because at least when you're cold, the water's refreshing or hot than be lukewarm. Because you're lukewarm, Jesus said, I'll spew you. you can't, there's no in-between. There's either you win or you lose. Hallelujah. I know people listening to me on the Internet, they're going to say, man, how am I going to do that? Just obey Jesus. Just set your heart on winning. Listen, most people, like I said, they'll, they'll go years training themselves intensely, man. They, 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 they'll neglect their homes and their families and their, 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 their flesh and everything. And, and they'll, they'll train and sweat and to get what? But we have, a, we have a much better prize. Come on, a much better calling. Paul knew, number 10, if one was faithful, his calling, that he would, he would receive a reward. So listen, if you got a, a your calling right now is to, to make it all the way to the end. Listen, I'm not too concerned. I, I want to win the prize. The prize is mine. The prize is yours. I'm not looking to be more spiritual than anybody else. I say how how close I am in God to you. That's not the point at all. But you personally, me personally, have to run. We have to run to obtain this prize. I know that I wrote this down. I know that if he took his walk lightly, in other words, your faith, right? Paul would have took his walk walk lightly, or didn't really think of it much, or ignored it. Uh, or, you know, sometimes we, we say, well, you know, we're going to ignore prayer. We're going to not go to church. We're going to ignore reading our Bible. That's your, that's your fuel. Right. That's, that's, that's what God gives you. That's your, uh, what you call that, your Gatorade. Or your, whatever you take to energize your body. And he says, if you ignore it, you will, you will not receive the victory or the prize. And the last thing is this. We need to stay faithful to the fight or, or the race. We'll never see heaven. Now, I'm a Christian. I believe faith comes by hearing, by the word. And I believe that we're saved by grace through faith, not of yourself. Lest any man. But this is between you and heaven. There's a devil. I wish I didn't have to say that. I wish I could say, we, we're just going to cruise on in. We're just going to smooth, get right in there real good. You know. If you don't make it, it's not my fault. If I don't make it, it's not your fault. If you give up this race, it's your fault. 
right? It's not the preacher's fault. It's not, it's not the brother and sister's fault. It's not the church's fault. Now, I believe that there's churches that are not teaching the gospel, not teaching you how to run. They need to be dealt with. God's going to deal with them. But over here, if I can encourage you to pray, to come to church, spend time with the Lord. Listen, you're going to make some decisions as a Christian. I'm telling you, today, before you, the day's over, you're going to have to say, I'm making a decision for Christ. Something in my life has to be changed. And you've got to do it. I can't, I can't go yank it out of your life. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to surrender to God's will. The Bible is very clear. It says, submit yourself, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. See, that's what the devil, if, if you submit to him, he's got you, right? Listen, I've been reading this Bible a lot of years. And there's just things that are just plain. Thou shalt not have no other gods before you. Thou shalt not make unto you any graven images of any likeness of anything. Not on the ocean, not beneath the ocean, not on the earth, not underneath the earth. You know, God is telling us, listen, I said, <laughs> when he gives those, those commandments, that's not ten opinions. That's not what he thinks you ought to do. That's what, that's what he says, thus said the Lord. Now, as a Christian, I had broke a lot of these commandments. Seriously. But I could have said, no, I can't keep this. I'm going to just go back and live my whole life. No, I've, I've, I've repented. I've asked God to forgive me. And I've gone on. The Bible says a righteous man falleth seven times, but he get it back up. Right? Just because you fell once or twice or ten times, keep getting up. Because I can tell you right now, the more you get up, the less you're going to fall. Come on, Holy Ghost. Because you're going to be further down that track. <laughs> you're running. Okay? But I want to encourage you today. Let's stand up. I hope this helped you today. I hope this helped you to understand that this is not a game. Right? The only game you're playing right now is a spiritual game. A game that God has ordained that you can, you can earn a prize that's not a trophy, not a crown. It's a, it's, a, it's a prize of eternal life, right? And I hope today, if I drilled anything in you, do not take this word lightly. Do not take your walk with God lightly. Ask yourself, how am I going to make this race? Huh? Listen, how am I going to go all the way in? Maybe Brother Lenny will wave some oh, magic wand over me. I can make it. No, the hell, hell no. Maybe I shake the pastors and you just assume shake a donkey steel. That's about as much as I'm going to help you. <laughs> I can give you the word. I can give you the word, right? It's up to you. This is, this is a feeding station. That's what it is. The church is a spiritual hospital where you can get an answer from the Lord. But no man in this church can guarantee you a ticket to heaven unless you're ready to run the race that is set before you. Amen. Setting aside, listen, I, I, listen, lately, I have been setting so many things aside, and that's just me, okay? I'm not here to dump my convictions on nobody. But in my life, I'm realizing what's hurting me. A lot of anxiety, I've touched the mountain. I got a lot of anxiety, just a lot of things that, you know, having a business and, 
having to find money. And, and God always makes a way. And, and you know, when I had a big rainy spell a while back, I said that, man, it got low. And the Lord replenished everything. <laughs> I can't amaze. And, and I said, Lord, help me. I said, didn't I help you last time? Didn't I do it for you last time? Why are you doubting me, son? But I'm growing, okay? I haven't made a perfect path. I'm just going forward, okay? I learned this as a, as a and you're going to learn it as, as, as a young a Christian, that if you're going to make it, you're going to have to run, okay? I want to ask you a question. Are you willing to run for God? Yes. Are you willing to let the Lord embrace you? Listen, you're not running this race alone. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Come and learn of me. For I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest unto your soul. You know, I, th- I teach this years ago when I talked about a yoke. You know, if you, if you was ever a farmer, a yoke is something you put two animals to. A harness, you put one animal. See, and Jesus is saying this. You're on one side of that harness, a yoke, and he's on the other side. He says, son, if you pull with me, we can make this work. But if you pull against me, we're not going anywhere. See? See, all you have to do is follow Jesus. Jesus says, turn here, turn here. Jesus said, go straight, go straight. Jesus said, turn here, turn here. That's all you got to do. But us in our prideful and stubborn ways think we know better than God. We think we can do it better than the Lord, right? We can't. Listen, I'm going to tell my fellow my face because God said, don't do it. Find myself having to ask God so many times to repent and Lord, how foolish have I, could I have been when you were, plainly said something and I'd done totally opposite? And I found myself backing up, even going to church. You know what I'm saying? Then I had to get back on and say, God, I've sinned. I've, I've did something that you told me not to do, right? I'm going to play one more song. I'm going to just turn it off right now. Lord, we just pray, God, as we get ready to dismiss this service. I pray, God, you would move and teach us how to walk with you, Lord Jesus. And God, you're a good God. In Jesus' name.